Welcome to episode 50 of the Champs and Chums podcast. I'm Anthony. And I'm Ashton. Father-son fun talk on sports, life, and friendship. Coming up on Milestone episode 50, we're ringing up the K for a forever certified J. We'll go one-on-one and best of with Major League Pitcher and Toronto Blue Jays fan favorite, Jay Jackson. Father-son free-for-all will put the pedal to the metal. We'll go gold, gold, gold for favorite all-time champs and chums memories. And we'll head for home on episode 50 with our special segments. All Pro Go, a Did You Know Sports Spotlight. And champs and chums, personal salutes to our stars on and off the field. That's all coming up on Milestone Episode 50 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. Thanks Thanks for for listening. listening. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy October, everybody. Happy Milestone 50th episode, fans. We're so glad that you joined us. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast chair. And boy, oh boy, this is among the biggest that we've done. But just before we get going uh, in the uh, great opening of this Milestone show, it gives me great pleasure once again. It gives me great privilege to introduce the star of the show my co-host Ashton. Ashton how you doing my man? I'm doing great and I can't wait to start off milestone episode 50. 50 episodes of father-son fun talk powering the airwaves. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get into some fun festivities here off the top uh, because um it's, it's an opportunity to reflect on quite a magnificent milestone. But uh, just as we get going here, we, we brought, uh, you know, uh, fans, as you know, as you listen to us uh, once a month here on the show, we've got some celebration items around the broadcast studio here. Um, we've got some favorite drinks. We're going to get into that in a sec. But uh, we wanted to make a little bit of noise. Because, you know, when we uh, we celebrate things, such a big moment like this, it's important to do it. And your champs and chums have spared no expense. We're going back. We're going back to uh, all of those fun things that you might have seen on some Facebook Live. You hadn't seen this one, but you'll hear this one in a sec, everybody. Because uh, we got this, Ashton. Uh, we'll describe it first. Well, actually, you know what? I, actually, well, let's count down. Right, not fifty, but we're gonna count down three, two, one, and we're gonna we're gonna do it up right here on episode fifty. So three, two, and one. Happy fiftieth episode, champs and chums. You can hear Ashton in the microphone. You'll put it in there. Lots of lots of noise. There we go. Now we can hear it a lot better. The the, the, the tick and the tap and the talk and all those kind of things. 
Happy 50th episode, early fist bump. This is the biggest one, Ashton, 50 episodes. Um, and, uh, well, let's pull in the drink now, right? Because uh, fans, uh, you've heard us on uh, some of the shows. We've had some amazing drinks to, to, to give some toasts. Uh, you might have seen our Facebook Live where we spared no expense. We had the non-alcoholic champagne. But now, live on episode 50... Ashton, what do you got uh, here to, to do a toast? So um, I have the newest prime flavor. It's, it's called Glowberry. It's a very cool design on the bottle. And if you've listened before, you know I'm, I guess I could say, obsessed with prime. Yeah, you're a big fan of Prime, and uh, they're big fans of you as well, too, Ashton, because uh, you, you're going in there on a semi-regular basis, uh, requesting and and taking some of your uh, your uh, dollars that you uh, you get uh, for all the good stuff that you do and show. Uh, you uh, you purchase, you got that, and so fans, um, we're going back. I believe it was to episode thirty-four. No, it wasn't 34. It might have been 37. 37, our uh, champ and chum, uh, Toronto Maple Leaf fan favorite. You hear him on Sportsnet, now on the Drive Home Show. Nick Kiprios was on the show. And uh, in honor of Kipper coming on the show back in September of 22nd, September 2022, Ashton, uh, we got this little Buddha. So your dad went to the fridge. Uh, father's going to do a little adulting here on the on, on the air. Uh, this is a wonderful product, little Buddha cocktail. It's uh, it's just a, just about a hundred calories, I believe. Uh, and uh, sorry, ninety calories. Ninety calories. Ninety calories. Organic. Tastes awesome. I've got the gr- grilled pineapple. So Ashton, cheers to 50 episodes father son fun talk i'm gonna have a sip here everybody as ashton's gonna have his prime you know what you go first well reviewers first well let's see um this little buddha i tell you is is got some uh big punch uh just like kipper did actually out on the ice when he was uh patrolling the uh the left wing for the toronto maple leafs um it's really good, Ashton, and uh, I couldn't think of uh, of a greater celebratory drink as I just, uh, before I hopped on air here with you guys, uh, thought it'd be really nice to have a little Buddha. Very refreshing. Uh, it's um, it's it's calorie-friendly as well, too, and uh, yeah, cheers to, um, to 50 episodes. What a journey it's been. Um, uh, pressing play here t- uh, on this month, October 2023. The time of this recording and thinking about all the wonderful things, Ashton, that we've done together. Um, yeah, that's true. All the amazing experiences, all the skills acquired, all the fascinating people that we've had a chance to meet, whether they be chums from back in the day or new uh, chums that we've been able to establish relationships with. Uh, we've built uh, an incredible community of people that have uh, adored our work and uh, Ashton uh, it's cheers to them and we're going to get into that a little later on the show maybe I'm uh, kind of um, I'm, uh, I'm I'm letting out a little bit here but Ashton the bigger cheers is to you my man I mean you know um, you've done an incredible job I've seen you grow amazingly with all the confidence that you bring behind this mic 
all the um, the creativity that you bring when we do our uh, our things out in the community, and uh, the composure and the confidence that you have as you get onto the big stages with some amazing big profile guests. We're going to get into that a little later in the show too. But so cheers to you, my man. So Ashton, over to you now uh, to sort of uh, digest, uh, give your review, and share how you're feeling about this 50, 50th episode of Champs and Chums. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's been an amazing uh, experience doing this with you. And, um, you know, this all started as a dream, and now we're here four years, 50 episodes. It's amazing. But I still have to try my glowberries. Oh, he hasn't hasn't even had a sip. He was waiting for his uh, father to finish all of the... um, all of the uh, pomp and circumstance and all the cheers. So over to you, man. You're on the air. We're going to a little silence as Ashton uh, tries his uh, his drink. All right. First, we're going to go with the smell test. All right. He's going with the sniff test here first. It smells pretty good. It smells like a green apple. Let's try it. Very nice. All right. He's uh, glug, 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 glug. He's chugging that prime. And I've always said reserve it because those things are almost 350 a pop, everybody. But anyhow, uh, so Ashton, tell the fans. It's a 10 out of 10. It tastes like a mix of a green apple and like a green Skittle together. Well, I got to tell you, th- those uh, that uh, uh, Logan Paul and KSI have done an incredible job as uh, promoters, marketers. They, they know brand. They understand that. Or the people around them do for sure. That's a quite, as I'm looking here, fans, at the, uh, the bottling, the packaging outstanding work on the marketing side and i'm looking at the little buddha outstanding work as well too by our chum kipper and his people that have been putting together this great um uh this not a little project it's uh, done very well internationally in lcbo's uh, but ashton let's dial it back to you as we're sipping celebratory drinks as we're right in front of the fans behind the mic 50 episodes how you feeling and uh what else did you want to say um, well, you know, this project wouldn't be, uh, what it is without you guys, the fans. Um, you've been there since day one supporting us and you've been our biggest support. And I also want to shout out to, uh, Uncle Dennis and the Power Girls because they have been an awesome help throughout this amazing journey. And so still more to come. Yeah, lots more to come, a father-son fun talk. And yes, of course, the uh, almost uh, they, we were sort of, this is a co-founded father-son passion project that is Champs and Chums. But, uh, you know, having Uncle Dennis, uh, we affectionately call him as Uncle Dennis, you know who he is, and the Power Girls, and you know who they are. They've been there from the very beginning. Um, without any hesitation, uh, they, they um, offered to help. Uh, they continue to, to, to help pull this, package it together uh, once a month. They do a fabulous job. We thank you so much for all your love, your encouragement, your belief in what we've built here. And you guys have been a tremendous part of it. And um, I'm going to shout out someone else. Since we're kind of going down the uh, great people that have uh, made contributions. And, and this chum, this champ and chum, came in probably uh i guess a couple years almost just about a couple years in to to uh the debut of champs and chums but we want to shout out to uh, a champ and chum angela ac as we call her 
Uh, thank you so much for all you do for helping us um, grow Father Son Fun Talk. Uh, you're an amazing talent. Uh, your passion, your belief in the work that Ashton and I do um, is so appreciative. And uh, we, we just, um, uh, you're, you're a part of this all-star team. So we want to thank you so much for everything you've done. And your, your parents as well, too, I know are great cheer, cheerleaders of ours as well as they tune into our broadcasts and listen to the episodes uh, religiously. And uh, I think that's amazing. Uh, so thank you so much. Um, so Ashton... Um, we got to carry on with this show here, man. I mean, uh, we're going to continue sipping on the drinks here, everybody, because it is a celebratory episode. But uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to move on with the show because it has been an outstanding October. Hard to believe at this time of this recording, Ashton, that we're approaching Halloween. It's kind of the spookiest and scariest time of the year uh, just because how time um, is, is flying so fast. But you wanted to add a few things off the top, as we always do, about, uh, I guess, things that have been going on for uh, for your champs and chumps. Yeah, um, something about, uh, that's something that's coming up in my school. At the time of this recording, tomorrow night, I have a Halloween dance. I'm in grade wow. six. This is my first school dance. It's it, grade it, six, seven, you, eight. Are you this? So this is big time stuff here for your co-host, everybody. First ever dance. Yep. Um, it's a Halloween dance in typical theme and form. Are you scared? Are you nervous? Uh, this is kind of a big thing going to a, a nighttime dance. Not too late. I mean, it goes to late 30, I believe. Uh, no, I'm not scared. I'm actually really excited because it's my first time. And there's also, I think we have a semi-formal in February, I believe. Well, I tell you, Ashton, uh, you're going to look to the nines on both occasions. And, uh, uh, you know, there's great local places here. I'm already thinking for that, that semi-formal and uh, making sure that uh, my champ and chum is dressed uh uh, exceptionally, uh, for that event. But anyway, so well, why don't you tell the fans, uh, are you going to share what your, um, what the format and form is of this first ever dance that you're going to, what are you dressing up as the fans want to know? I think you've got two costumes that you're going to unveil, uh, one on, um, uh, at the dance and then another one on the official night at, uh, on Halloween night. Uh, yeah, uh, for the dance, uh, when you get there, uh, it starts at, it's six to eight, six to eight, yeah, and, um, you get there. No parents, right? Just, just. No parents. Um, the grade eights will supply a light snack or, uh, food before you go to dance and you can also request songs. So that would be pretty cool. That's amazing. So you're telling me there's a DJ that's going to be at this dance? Maybe. Uh, I'm kind of thinking maybe a little Ray Parker Jr., Ghostbusters, um, maybe a little bit of, uh, uh, what's that one? Jeez, um, uh, oh, I'm blank. It's going to come back to me. The Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. Maybe that one too? Maybe, yeah. All right. All right, good stuff. Well, uh, you're going to have to definitely uh, fill us in on uh, how, how that went. Um you know, next episode, uh, we'd love to hear and, uh, hope you have a great time. Uh, but fans, let's keep moving here because, uh, your champs and chums always talk about the great goings on in sports. And, uh, 
Well, I mean, I guess this one fan starts on a little bit of a uh, a little bit of a sad uh, conclusion because uh, you know your co-hosts are big, absolutely big Blue Jays fans, and um, they made the they made the playoffs. Ashton, um, we were there at the final. Uh, well, <laughs> Ashton, now that I think about it, we were there at the final game of the actual season for the Jays. Yeah. Uh, um, the last game, fan appreciation. Describe it and maybe just start, why don't you kick off in terms of how you felt things went for them in the wild card series? Um, I, I'm very disappointed with the Jays. Um, honestly, they could have played better. Um, and I don't know whose decision it was to pull Barrios. Well, that. <laughs> Well, you're bringing up something that's quite contentious, uh, a bone of contention, the pain point, as it were, for Blue Jays Nation. I, yeah, it's, yeah, you know, uh, there's been so much talk about how analytics has uh, maybe oversteps its its bounds in terms of taking out the real feel of a baseball game for the manager. So, I may just to chime in there, I I don't think that was John Schneider's decision. Yeah, and um. The 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 Jays we thought were gonna show up at the playoffs they didn't show up. Well, I kind of disagree with you, man. You know what? Because I think the Jays that we saw in the playoffs was the Jays that we saw pretty much all season, which was a team that had tremendous pitching, uh, probably give up a couple runs during the game. The the Barrios game was it was a classic example of that, but a team that just couldn't get the lumber going. Like, they couldn't produce runs. I mean, that, that's that been sort of the common theme all year. So I would think, I actually think they showed up as advertised. Yeah. Um, I mean, this year, going into the season, everyone expected them to be at least past oh, I the agree first with you round. There. But, I mean, if you look at the body of their work, Ashton, from beginning of the season, middle to the end, and then, sadly, when they bowed out uh, to uh, Minnesota... I mean, to me, I think the body of work is very, very familiar. Uh, they just couldn't hit. They couldn't produce. Uh, their big bats couldn't get going. I mean, yeah. So anyways, uh, yeah, good good chat there. But um, anyways, uh, beyond that, um, what was your, what was, I mean, you, 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 went to, you went down big time on the Jays. You experienced a lot of different games. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about some memories in a sec. But what was the feeling like to kind of being down at the Jays and, and being a, a big Blue Jay fan? Uh, I mean, being a Blue Jays fan is amazing. Um, the Jays, uh, well, I guess I could say Blue Jays Nation. Um, they all treat you like family. Such an amazing experience there. And, uh, you know, it's it's sad to see the season come to an end. Well, yeah, and, and I mean, as soon as the 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 uh, the final pitch, uh, Varsho, of course, striking out, uh, lots of con, sorry, lots of conversation, lots of conjecture, lots of discussion, a uh, lots of innuendo about what's going to happen to this Jays team. I you won't see the same James Jays team back. There's a lot of work that Ross Atkins and Mark Shapiro, who uh, let's be honest, everybody, they're in the hot seat. Um, you know, they've had seven years of, uh, trying to build a winning team. They've done some amazing things in and around the ballpark, but when it comes to, um, baseball operations on the field, 
this team's window is closing. Uh, Vladdy's only got a couple more years left on his deal. Bo's only got a couple more lefts on left uh, years left on his deal. Uh, they 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 got to be in win now mode because there's no guarantee that those two uh, valuable pieces. And yeah, Vladdy didn't uh, perform to the Vladdy that we know this season, but. Um, Ashton, I would I would submit that their window's closing and they, they gotta they gotta do something in the next couple of years to be championship. Uh yeah. Um adding on to what you said about Varshall striking out, um the just a couple Oh weeks... no, you're not gonna bring up that trade, are you? The one that everybody's talking <laughs> oh about. My it's God. okay, keep going, sorry. It's 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 you you let go of a of a top uh catcher um and Lourdes they went to they went to Arizona and now they're playing against Texas in the World Series yeah, right now yeah, and and the Jays are out and, and truly and, and, disappointing and people yeah. thought D- Dalton Varsha would actually do good because t- two weeks prior to when he struck out we we were seeing him yeah, he hit, he, hit he, good. He was, yeah, you know what? He it was, was hitting good. It, it, near near the last couple weeks of the season, Varsho did turn it on, and so so I I would submit this, and I uh, listen. You join uh, a uh, probably a cavalcade of, of of Blue Jays fans who are sour, upset, angry, fuming at that trade. Now, uh, yes, they're behind. They're under the hot lights, and they're talking to the media about this. But I heard Mark Shapiro say, "Look." You can't judge a trade in the first year. You kind of have to let it breathe a bit. So, I mean, the commonly held, um, uh, speaking of a line of defense, uh, like literally, is you got to look at the defensive runs that Varsho scores, or sorry, saves. Um, you can't just judge... Uh, the 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 body of work just on offense only. So, anyways, we we could go back and forth. But you wanted to add something to this great debate here, father and son, about the Jays' state of the union end of season uh, for for them. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, Vladdy and Bo, two key and core guys for the Blue Jays. Um, you know. As you were saying, they only have a couple years left on their contract. What is uh, Ross Atkins and uh, Mark Shapiro doing? Um, they need a... Well, this upcoming season, they need to focus on playing as a team, playing good as a team, and, uh, you know, trying uh, trying to win. Yeah, I mean, I think um, they need some threatening bats in the middle of the lineup. I mean, Vladdy can't do it all. He clearly didn't do it this year to his standard. And when you don't have anybody else that can kind of protect him, you know this playing baseball. If you don't have someone behind someone, then it's going to be easy for them to pitch to Vlad. If they know they're going to face a big bopper behind him, then it's a it's a different story. They're going to have to pitch to him. They're going to have to give him good pitches. You know this playing ball this summer here at Brampton. So I just love the chats we're having now. I mean, uh, anyways, we could go on and on about the Jays. Listen, we're still big Jays fans, and we're going to share with you a little surprise in a bit uh, of what's coming up on this celebration show. But Ashton, you talk about family and the way the Jays treated us this year, and yes, we had a nice time. I don't think they can compare 
to among we have many favorite teams everybody but um from the end of the baseball season to the tip off of the raptors 905 season everybody uh we are looking forward to a big season from your Raptors 905. Ashton, uh, how you feeling about it? Uh, what can you say to the fans about 905 action? I can't recall whether you had an opportunity to share with them the wonderful experience you had down at the OVO Center, but um, I don't think you did because that was early October, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. It was, so go I, ahead. I might have. Oh, you did? Okay, well, anyways, 905, let's hear it. I, I actually did tell them on the uh, 50th episode Facebook Live. Oh, you told them on the 50th episode Facebook Live. Yes. Yep. Okay. But l- let's, okay, let's just hear it about 905 Action. You're, you're a returning uh, member of, uh, of 905. Uh, how are you feeling about the team? What are the prospects looking like uh, in this? Uh, what is uh, turning the page on a new season for our Raptors 905? Um, I think. They're they're gonna do amazing this year. They have um, new guys. They rebuilt the lineup. Um, they have Marquise Noel. Yeah. Fremont Liberty. Yeah. Who else? Um, yeah. They also uh, picked up uh, Justice Winslow, who yep. was a uh, well traveled. Well, I shouldn't say well traveled. He had some big gears for uh, Miami. So I think the new coach with the Raptors, uh, Darko. Um, brought him over uh he's been a bit injury riddled just as winslow so you're gonna see a lot of him getting getting his reps in with the 905 uh he's an nba veteran uh ron harper jr comes back on a two-way contract uh you got macker macker i believe that maker macar i believe i'm gonna get that right ash and i got marbles in my mouth right now but i'm gonna get it right because he's he's also a, G, a big g league player he got cut by the raptors Probably going to go down to the 905, uh, get some reps in. Uh, real solid team. And, of course, guys like uh, the man you met outside of the OVO Center, you got a nice festive snap with him, Daryl Morsell, coming back with the Raptors 905 as well. Yeah, it's going to be a great season uh, this year, and we'll see how far they can go. That's right. So your champs and chums will report uh, that the tip-off at the time of this recording, everybody, tip-off is happening in just a couple weeks' time. Going to be a great time out at the Paramount Fine Food Center. If you haven't had a chance, there's only there seems to be only a few tickets left for this big home opener uh, on the 12th, Ashton. Your champs and chums will be there right at courtside, bringing you all the action, uh, some great basketball and great fun family entertainment all right good stuff everybody well listen ashton um we're going to continue with the celebration episode and i want to bring it back well actually no hang on a second we cannot forget and they they kind of get a little bit lost around this time because the jays were in the playoffs and raptors are starting but how can we forget about the maple leafs our boys are back in town the toronto maple leafs Earlier this month, puck drop on a new season full of promise, new general manager, uh, some new players on the team, Ashton, Max Domi, Bertuzzi. Uh, they're looking pretty good, actually, getting out of the gates. What's your thoughts on this Maple Leaf season? Uh, yeah, uh, they picked up some new guys, rebuilt their lineup, um, and, uh, you know, some returning play- players, uh 
Austin Matthews, Mitch Marner, all of those. Well, wasn't guys. it good to get Matthews signed to that con- contract yeah. extension? So much question about it. But what are you thinking about Willie Nylander? Is is Willie Nye, Willie Styles? Is he's he's kind of on on an expiring deal this season, Ashton? Yeah, I um, hmm. I think he's going to extend his contract. Oh, I, think, I think he will. I too. think he likes Toronto. He I does. think he likes Toronto. Yeah, and 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 I actually think genuinely he does as well as big uh, big poppy. He said that as well too. Um, you know all this stuff that uh, he he loves Toronto. Uh, I I know I know Willie does as well too, and. I actually think, Ash, and Brad Treleving, who took over uh, when Kyle Dubas, um, I guess, ushered himself off to Pittsburgh, uh, I think Tree's done a really nice job. A veteran guy, ca- calm nature, can bring some stability and structure to uh, to that front office, um, well-connected around the league, Ashton, and understands capology. And so where I'm going with this is this. I think he's had a private chat with Willie and said, Willie... You're going to get paid. The cap's going up next year, and we're going to make sure we f- we have room for you. And we're going to finagle it, and we're going to make moves during the season that's going to make sure we're under. Because, I mean, you know, fans, um, sport, big sports today is all about economics, fitting into the right world, the right player, great value on players. But when it comes to a guy like Willie Nylander, who's had an amazing start to the season, I think that's what's going on. I think cap is going up next year, and they know that, so they're gonna they're gonna budget that way. And they've had a conversation already with Willie and saying it's just a matter of time, my friend. Uh, yeah, I think so too. And um, the and Max Domi, they were supposed to get him last year, I believe. Yeah, he's been rumored to kind of be be a Leaf bound for a long time. I I don't think Dubis was a fan for fan of his Ashton. I think. You know, the thing about Max, and, and uh, a quick story, well, let me say this first, and then I'll tell you the quick story. Max is kind of viewed around the league as kind of a, a, a one-end-of-the-rink player. He's, a, he can, he, he's great at offense, but uh, his defense actually is probably one of his shortcomings and a big shortcoming at that. So, but I, did I tell you that, you, you know, obviously uh, I, I was with the Leafs, and Ty, Ty, his dad, was with the team when I was there. I knew a, mid, a little Max Domi that came into the dressing room and got his skates t- tied by his dad at what, what it was called Air Canada Centre, Ashton. That's actually an amazing story. And look like, at him now. Yeah, like you get the behind the scenes, man. Like that's... Well, that's just, you know what, man? It's uh, You put passion into what you do. You drive and you set goals for yourself and big things can happen. And so, yeah, I mean, that was, that's great. I mean, Max Domi was a little guy back in 99. He was probably all of, I don't know, maybe, would have been maybe six years old, five, six years old. Anyways, long story short, uh, great to see Max Domi as a Maple Leaf. Obviously, I was proud dad, Ty, uh, watching him go. Uh, nice move getting Tyler Bertuzzi. That guy's got some swashbuckling talent as well, too. He can score goals, great hands, can play a rough game. And speaking of rough games, they got Ryan Reeves. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Tree Living's done a, a very great job of getting the players that, you know, might bring this team to the Stanley Cup. Uh, finals. Well, I tell you, fans, and uh, this is not a bad word or anything. I, I think he said uh, in his, his one of his early press conferences, he was looking for a little bit more snot 
on this Maple Leaf team. A little bit more ruggedness, not 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 just kind of turning the turning the shoulder and going the other way. So he's done a great job. It's going to be a magnificent season of Maple Leaf hockey, and your champs and chums are going to be following it uh, every step of the way. All right, fans. So listen, uh, it's a big episode. You heard uh, the celebrations continue. Episode fifty. Um, Ashton, um, we, uh, uh, we were, we're big Blue Jay fans, right? And, uh, you know, we've always said Blue Jay, father and son forever. And this guest is a certified Jay. Ashton, tell all the fans who's coming up on Milestone Episode 50. Major League pitcher and Toronto Blue Jays fan favorite, number 35, Jay Jackson. Are you telling me that on Champs and Chums, on our anniversary episode, we have a member of the 2023 Toronto Blue Jays? Yes. You mean DJ Jackson, the guy that arguably had his best season of his career this season? I do. You mean the Jay Jackson that struck out, uh, let's see now, 27, was it 27 strikeouts and 29 innings of work? Correct. Uh, The Jay Jackson that came out of that exceptional Blue Jay bullpen and got three big wins in relief. Uh, You mean the Jay Jackson that had a microscopic whip of .91? Yes, I do. Wow. Pinch me, Ashton, because I tell you something right now. What a great guest. You're not going to want to miss it. Toronto Blue Jay fan favorite, Jay Jackson, Major League veteran, coming on Champs and Chums, amazing interview, and of course, not only an inspiration of all his great work on the field, Ashton, uh, he had um, an emotional, uh, an enduring, a beautiful, and a heartwarming story uh, with his son, his son, J.R., J. Ricardo Batista Jackson was born 15 weeks early, uh, a premature baby. And uh, so Jay Jackson um, and his uh, fiance Sam had a, a quite an experience. Uh, we're proud to say and pleased to let you know that uh, J.R. is doing fine. He's come off the incubator uh, late in the summer, Ashton. He was intubated too. I mean, he had uh, CPAP, um, uh, different levels of tubing that he had to breathe through. Uh, But he's going to be just fine. And that's uh, a great story. Jay Jackson, you wanted to mention something. And also JR recently celebrated 100 days of life. That's right. Recently celebrated 100 days of life. What a beautiful father-son story. Beautiful family story. Jay Jackson. You have your Toronto Blue Jays coming up on the show. All right, uh, fans. Uh, Ashton, uh, we've been talking about this one, and we always do father-son uh, free-for-all, and we award our gold, our gold, silver, bronze. Now, fans, in this anniversary month um, here, it's our four-year four anniversary, our 50th episode, we thought we're going to go all gold, straight gold, 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 for favorite champs and chums memories. So Ashton's going to share three. I'm going to share three. And Ashton, take it away. Well, my first gold medal is the father-son challenges we do on Facebook Live. No, those were some amazing memories. Probably for you um, uh, on the victorious side. And certainly for me on the defeat side. Because I've lost every every father-son challenge Ashton. but yes beautiful memories of those C- uh, care to maybe gloat a little bit about winning all of the challenges 
Um, well, it's it's amazing. To, to... <laughs> okay. All right. He's right off the bat. He's kind of give me the gears, everybody. And um, there's there's no secret. Just <laughs> just win. Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, I tell you, man. Uh, 2024. There's gonna be a lot more of these challenges we'll have to figure out, and maybe I'm gonna have to beat you in something like chess or. Maybe. Checkers, like live broadcast of that or something. Yeah, possibly. All right. Or even baking a cake or something. Yeah. That would be a lot of fun too. Okay, good stuff, everybody. Well, that's Ashton's uh, first gold for favorite memories of Champs and Chums. And uh, my uh, first gold uh, is going to start uh, with... um, uh, It's actually going to start, actually, Ashton, with uh, the the wonderful uh, experiences that we've had right the, the the promos that we've had <laughs> to be honest fans i'm actually looking at my handwriting right now and i'm having a hard time with it ashton well, what does that one say guests well no that oh, was that oh, was oh. one i was going to go on the other side but i uh yes uh uh this was this was actually oh no actually fans sorry let me dial back on all this i can read my writing now it is the first time that's right. It is the first time Ashton and I walked in to record our first episode of Champs and Chums at the Chinkuzi Recording Studio here in the lovely city of Brampton. Um, that's kind of where it all started, Ashton. We just pressed play in that small little studio. We walked up, uh, I believe it was the stairs. At, at the time, it was at the Chinkuzi um, Library, just in kind of the, the center metropolis of uh, the big and bustling city of Brampton. Uh, the staff were amazing. Uh, we walked in there with uh, Uncle Dennis and uh, Serena and Ashley, uh, the Power Girls, and, um, well, we just kind of got going with it. Yeah, that's true. And, 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 and to think that we press play, and, and again, we want to shout out to the city of Brampton that we're so, we're so grateful for everything you've done um, to help us. Uh, of course... The leader of this great city, uh, Mayor Patrick Brown, um, episode 10 guest, big fan of Champs and Chums. Uh, we're big fans of his as well, too. Uh, but yeah, I wanted to, to talk about that gold medal. Just walking through Chinkuzi Recording Studio with uh, bags in our hands, tripods, uh, uh, notes, maybe a cup of coffee for me and a, and a bottle of water for Ashton and just kind of in a very innocent way, pressing play on this father-son fun talk. How did you feel, Ashton? Well, um, uh, I was a bit nervous because I've never done anything Your like voice that has changed too in four years. Yeah. You dial back, fans. You go to episode one, my chum over here to the right of the broadcast booth, your voice has changed. Yeah, it has changed a lot. Um, so I think it's went from higher to uh, deeper. Yeah, you're growing up, my friend. You're growing up right, right before, uh, right, right on the airwaves here. Um, all right, Ashton, over to you for your second gold for uh, uh, cha- uh, champs and chums memories. My second gold medal is the John Schneider press conference, well, which just happened just only a few months ago, July in your birthday month, Ashton. Uh, what a wonderful experience that was. It was it was kind of one of those once-in-a-lifetime things. Uh, yeah, pretty much. And uh, 
not many kids get selected, so they would love the opportunity to be there. Um, but John Schneider, uh, the manager of the Blue Jays, who may or may not be returning. Um, well, I wouldn't say that, Ashton. I, I heard unequivocally by uh, both Mark Shapiro and Ross Atkins that, that John Schneider is returning. So let's clear that up for the record. Because okay. you might not have heard that one. And in fairness to you, I wanted to make sure you knew that was what the two leaders, his bosses, said that he'll be back. So he's coming back. Your champ and chum's coming back. All right. And um... now whether some of his staff are going to be coming back, I'm not sure. Like, in fact, Louis Rivera retired, the third base coach. No. Yeah, Louis Rivera retired. I think he might have seen the, the writing on the wall. But anyhow, nonetheless, keep going. Uh, anyways, um, it was a, an amazing time there. Um, and what a nice man John Schneider is. Yeah, he is. So thoughtful in his responses, Ashton. You know? Yeah. Um, it was... It was... I was kind of nervous walking into the room because, you know, I didn't know what to expect. But actually, John Schneider said it was one of the best questions he's heard this year. Fist bumps for that, man. Like, that was that was question of the year that Schneid's, in front of everybody in the press conference, mentioned that. Hey, and, and, and shout out to Hazel May. <laughs> like, she, 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 what a great host she is, first of all. Yep. And... You were lucky because I guess you, we didn't, they weren't able to cover everybody. Mm-hmm, that's true. And Hazel came over to you. She kind of wheeled around and all of a sudden it was there. And you can see some of that on the Blue Jays YouTube channel, everybody. And on our Champs and Chumps channel too. So great job, son. You, 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 you delivered uh, exceptionally. As I said, you know, and we talk about it here on the show, you could get any question on paper, but it's how you ask a question. It's how you engage the the um, the interviewee. Uh, it goes a long way to uh, to get that kind of accolades that you did, Ashton. All right. Oh, you're going to add something. Yeah. Um, also, I got a baseball that day from John Schneider's youngest oh, son. Oh, Gunner threw one over to you. No, it was Grayson. Oh, Grayson, Grayson is his youngest okay. son. Uh, Gunner's his oldest. Um, and I got it signed by Tim Mesa and Nate Pearson. Well, I mean, I tell you, this Schneider family must like you. Are you going to get a call over for dinner or something like that, <laughs> uh, maybe? I this, don't know. This, maybe. Schneider fighter, this Schneider family seems to like you quite nice. Okay, good stuff, uh, Ashton. So it's now over to Dad for my second gold. And, uh, you know, we've had a lot of amazing father-son experiences that you guys have seen, heard, and, uh, and, and engage with us on. And we appreciate that. And, uh, um, but, and of the many of them, and Ashton just mentioned one, there's been some fascinating things that have happened over the Raptors 905. And the one that I remember the most was a playoff game when I believe they were playing, not the Wisconsin Herd, it was the Delaware Blue Coats, I believe. They're always a tough team. They're a very tough team. And, and listen, Wisconsin, let, let's not forget who their, who their uh, big team is. Yeah. The Milwaukee Bucks. Mm -hmm. Giannis, you know, all those guys. Yep. And now has got um, uh, uh, Damon, uh, uh, Damon, Damian Lillard. Yep. Like, what a formidable... That, that team has got to win the East for sure. Mm -hmm. Nonetheless... Did you see Jimmy Butler's haircut? Well, well <laughs> is it Halloween for Jimmy Butler that day? Was it Halloween? Cause no, I, it was I media day. 
Yeah, well, Jimmy Butler is... Uh, he's an interesting guy. He's an interesting He's an interesting cat. That, let, let's put it that way. But I mean, honestly, fans, if you haven't looked at it, Google Jimmy Butler hair. And it, this happened a few weeks ago. I, I thought it was Halloween. He's the way emo. That, yeah, I, I thought it was Halloween. Let's get back, Ashton, to this, this gold that I'm awarding. Because a great player, in fact... He was a member of the FIBA winning World Basketball uh, Championship team, Ashton, that won the gold with uh, Dennis Schroeder, now with the Raptors. Isaac Bonga. Isaac Bonga, who represented Germany, played a pivotal role in that tournament, Ashton. Uh, what happened at courtside during that playoff game? Um, it was out of anger. Uh, he threw his headband down. Never picked it up. Uh, we were with um, Gordon Chang and his son. Um, why am I blanking on his name? Why am I blanking? Yeah, well, anyways, you, it's you, been a while since I saw him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you were, you met with, uh, you met with Gordon there. Yeah, and his son were there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, it, it was Gordon picked it up. Um, it was drenched in sweat. I, I can't believe how sweaty it was. Right. So Gordon was kind enough to get it and, and, uh, and, and thank you for helping me because Gordon and Odin were there. Yeah. Odin. And so they all had a good time. Some great champs and chums of ours. And so, uh, yeah. Drenched in sweat, Ashton. Yep. That's true. It was drenched in sweat and, but uh, you took it. Yeah, I took it. That's I amazing. Mean, it's a memorabilia That's item from last last season. Yeah. All right. Well, shout out to Isaac Bonga, a world champion as well too in basketball. Okay, Ashen, over to you for your final gold medal. My final gold medal is when I got the ball from Vladimir Guerrero Jr. You mean on Father's Day, twenty twenty one? Yes, I do. Was it twenty twenty? Yeah, it was twenty twenty one. Uh, no, twenty twenty two was last year. Uh, oh man, why am I blanking on this? June nineteenth, twenty twenty two. Are said you on the ball. sure? Okay, yep. all right. Twenty twenty two. Yeah, Father's Day, twenty twenty two. What an amazing time! Uh, how did that all come to be? Well, um, usually Flatty he will be throwing the ball with like Bo, um, and eventually he'll throw it into the stands. Uh, but. Guess I got lucky. It was those red sunglasses. He saw me and he th he threw the ball, but he I missed. also called over to him too. Yeah, and he... I had to fend off a couple other fans. I, I not that I elbowed them. I was very careful, but I I kind of cradled the ball so it wouldn't go anywhere past my left arm or nor my right arm. Yeah, um, it, it's amazing. I I was actually shaking when I was holding the ball. It it was a, an amazing yeah, feeling. That was an unbelievable champs and chums memories on Father's Day to boot. What a great father son experience! And I'll conclude this wonderful segment of champs and chums memories by this is kind of writ large. I want to thank all the guests and what amazing memories that we created. We powered the airwaves with titans of sport. Titans in entertainment, titans in business, community builders, thought leaders, inspirational people, uh, key contributors, great teammates, um, just true leaders, true champs and chums, having you power the airwaves. And, and I mean, 
fans, if you haven't gone to the, the Champs and Chums website, you take a look at the caliber of outstanding people that we've had on this program. And it makes Ashton and I so proud that each and every one of those uh, fantastic people, again, all titans and champions in their own right, and, and, and let the record show of their amazing careers, that they made the time to join Father Son Fun Talk, Champs and Chums. It means the world to us. So many memories. Ashton, I mean, we it almost seems like with every episode, we learn more about someone different, and we get great insights and behind-the-scenes and words of wisdom and inspiration. Uh, yeah, I mean, every guest, we want to thank you guys for uh, giving us some of your time out of your day to do um, amazing interviews with us that turn out so, so amazing. And the fans, you guys, we love you so much. You guys are such a support. Well, that's right. And those those great guests that I just spoke of are great fans of the show as well, too. Ashton, what a thrill, thrilling way to end a celebratory segment. That's our father-son free-for-all segment. But we got more show to come. And But Ashton, just before that, you're going to take us to break. This ends our father-son free-for-all segment. More father-son fun talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums podcast. Father Son Fun Talk, you're listening to Milestone Episode 50 of the Champs and Chums podcast. And Ashton, it's now time for a next edition of our Best of segment. And what a major league guest we have for our fans this month. Certified. Hey Ashton, I got two questions for you, my man. Are you ready to bring the heat on Episode 50? Sure am. Are you ready to ring up the K for our chum Jay here on Champs and Chums? Of course. Well, our very special guest is a bona fide major leaguer whose journey to the show has been nothing short of inspiring. After attending Furman University, our best of guest was drafted in the 2008 Major League Baseball Amateur Draft in the ninth round by the legendary Chicago Cubs. His major league experience includes seasons with the San Diego Padres, the San Francisco Giants, Miami Marlins, Pittsburgh Pirates, Cincinnati Reds, Milwaukee Brewers, Atlanta Braves, and this 2023 season with your Toronto Blue Jays. Add to his professional baseball resume star seasons playing in the Premier Leagues of Japan and Mexico, and you have one worldly competitor. His 2023 with the Jays was best of on the bump when he got the call out of the bullpen. Three wins in relief, 27 Ks and 29 innings of relief work, and a microscopic whip of .91. Our best of guests' new addition to his family is a son, J.R. J. Ricardo Batista Jackson, who recently celebrated 100 Days of Life. Jay and his fiance Sam endured an emotional experience welcoming JR into the world. JR was born 15 weeks early. Our best of guest was only able to hold his son until 44 days after he was born. 
This family and father-son story is precious, emotional, beautiful, and heartwarming. Combine this with memories of witnessing our best-of guests bring it on the mound at Rogers Centre to the ovation of his fans, it puts extraordinary meaning into the words Blue Jay forever. Ladies and gentlemen, we are pleased to be joined by Major League pitcher and Blue Jays fan favorite, Jay Jackson. Jay, welcome to Champs and Chums. <laughs> Thanks, guys, for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, well, it's so great to have you on. Uh, this is a milestone episode for co-host Ashton and I. Um, father-son fun talk. Uh, the true inspiration of it comes through in your in your beautiful story, on the field, off the field, perseverance, perseverance determination, fatherhood, example, mentorship and, and and love and so it's just great to have you on the program jay and uh as we told you off air we're, we're huge blue jay fans we watched you in person at the roger center you were amazing you're electric you bring such great enthusiasm and positivity out on the mound and i'm sure in the clubhouse too so to have you as a guest on our milestone show it's uh it's been just outstanding so thank thank you again no, thank you guys for having me once again, and thank you for that amazing introduction. Oh, uh, unbelievable! I appreciate it so much. Oh, much deserved. Much deserved. Well, well, let's get into the fun father-son talk, uh, Jay. And it's Dad over here to the left of the broadcast booth, and uh, you know, in in that uh, well-deserved introduction of your impressive baseball career, I, I'm sure the fans would like to know directly from you. Uh, why don't you take us through your early interest and ambitions to get into baseball, and of course, your rise to become a major leaguer. Uh, I mean, I guess it started when I was just four years old. My dad took me to play like at one of my friends' houses back in the day. The guy that I looked up to was my older brother, and he played baseball. And so I just picked up baseball kind of naturally with him, and kind of followed his footsteps for a little bit. And then I played every sport growing up. Pretty much after that, I played baseball, basketball, and football until I got to high school. And then in high school my dad actually asked me to pick between the three and chop it down from three sports to two sports so I could focus on education and focus on my grades as well. And so I chose baseball and basketball. <laughs> and so from there, I went to college on a baseball scholarship and like you said, got drafted and the rest was history from there. And then it's just, I didn't, I always wanted to be a big leaguer, I would say. Uh, you don't think you're going to do it until you know, somebody tells you one day that you have the talent or you're good enough to do it. And then from there, just kind of focused on, I can make this a reality and try my best to. And we reached the, we reached the goals, but we haven't reached the complete mountaintop, which would be winning a world series. So, you know, it's been fun, but we still have some work to do. And that's the ambition now is to just win a world series somewhere. Well, well, that's amazing, and it was so great to hear you share with the fans. I mean, obviously, your athleticism and, and multi-sport talent uh, is, is, is true. Uh, we are so glad that you picked baseball, though. We're so glad that you picked the Blue Jays this season. We're, we're hoping uh, things will work out and, and you'll be back uh, uh, competing for us again because, like you said, uh, the ultimate, and we talk about it here on Champs and Chums, to be a champion is to, is to get that and all the work and dedication it takes. And thank you for sharing um, that background on on uh, how you rose to become a major leaguer. Um, and so, 
uh, wanted to move on and talk about, uh, of course, the inspiration uh, that you've shown through your story, um, through the major le- your major league career. You know that pride you take as a major leaguer. I, I'm I'm certain it's only eclipsed by the pride and privilege you take in being a father. And um, you know, many of our fans, uh, we've we've um, uh, promoted that you've been coming up on the show. You know, and and they're very familiar, uh, Blue Jays Nation, all familiar with your inspiring story from the summer. Um, your son Jr. Um, you know, the, the youngest uh, of your kids, uh, Jay Ricardo Batista Jackson, um, that story of coming into the world 15 weeks earlier, I'm sure there's a lot of faith and, and miracle and love and just in that. Um, and I wanted to also add the context to share with the fans that if you didn't know that, that JR um, uh, and, his, and his dad, Jay, were only able to, to be with each other uh, Jay was only able to hold Jr. Uh, until 44 days after he was born. But um, with that context in mind, and about the pride and privilege of being a father, uh, Jay, I wonder if you can talk about that uh, emotions you were feeling as you were holding Jr. for the very first first time after a, a very very challenging and trying circumstance. Uh, me holding him for the first time was just. That was one of the most unbelievable moments of my life, honestly, because, you know, it's just a miracle that he's here and everything else and that he's been here and miracle of technology and, you know, the man upstairs too and just everything that's happened for him to be with us and to be able to hold him after that long time, especially with him being born that early and seeing him in the incubator and in the, like, little bag that he was in for a little bit that was helping him, you know, get to where, you know, I could be able to hold him was like, you know, a move I didn't think that day would come and when it did, it was just, you know, I felt, I told Sam, it felt like he just kind of melted with me and like we just laid there for a while and it was one of the best things I've ever felt in my life. So uh, it was, it was a dream come true, I would say for sure in that moment. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, Jay, I'd now like to turn the uh, best, this best of interview with you over to my forever champion chum, Ashton, who's got some questions for you. Take it away, Ashton. Jay, as I was telling you earlier, um, this summer I started my uh, baseball season. And, uh, you know, thinking back on my season, I really think about my parents and how they have been a big inspiration to my baseball season. With that said, what were some of the greatest lessons and words of advice your parents have shared with you? I mean, they've just told me all the time. I mean, first, my mom was one of my biggest supporters. Then I have my sister, honestly, which is probably my biggest supporter, too. But my parents, my mom especially, would tell me that I was able to do anything I put my mind to as long as I worked hard at it. So that's what I always believe. And, you know, that's what I've always tried to live by is, you know, whatever I think I can do, I can do. And as long as I put my all into it and put my heart into it and try, then whatever happens, happens after that. And then my dad, my dad's just been the ultimate best friend and gives me words of wisdom every day, all day. I can't even say or name half the things he's taught me over the years he's been probably my best friend or as he's going to be my best friend over the years but he's taught me 
just after my mom telling me I can put my mind to it is that if I'm going to be in something and I'm going to commit to something to make sure I commit to it and make sure I see it all the way through until I can't anymore. And the other thing that he always taught me was to try to be a man of my word that if I can do something, I tell somebody I'm going to do it to just do my best to do it. And at the end of the day, let the chips fall where they may. So those two, two, three things have just kind of guided me throughout my life and my career. And I try to just live by that and do the best I can and try to be as happy as I can be doing those things. Jay, earlier in the introduction, my dad was talking about some of the outstanding facts and stats uh, throughout your career. And the fans would love to know, what are some of your personal career highlights? Um, I would say the, the years I stayed in Japan, because we won three championships over there, not the World Series over there, but we won our league over there, and those were some of the best times and celebrations and being able to see fans that haven't celebrated in a long time get championships over there as well, um, see those experiences, see how they were, and to win three in a row is unbelievable. But I'd say other than that, I would say winning when I was 17, 16, 17, we were in the Big League World Series, which is a Little League counterpart, and I actually got a championship in the Big League World Series, so that was another milestone in my life. And then getting drafted would, uh, would be huge on there and making the big leagues for the first time, even though it was a terrible outing my first time being at the big leagues, just being there was and will be memorable for all, for all time. Oh, that's amazing. Yes. Uh, uh, Jay, uh, uh, made his debut, uh, September the 14th, 2015 with the, uh, legendary san diego padres you're listening to episode 50 of the champs and chums podcast this is our best of segment we're here with major league pitcher blue jay fan favorite jay jackson it's anthony and ashton behind the microphone and uh uh jay um we talk a lot about it here on champs and chums the important of importance of mentorship and i know you you talked uh, about your your mom and your dad, uh, your sister, and and they've been such great sources of inspiration. And, and it it uh, sounded in that very powerful answer, uh, some of the wise words and wisdom that they've shared with you. How about some other mentors that you'd share with our listeners? Do you, uh, can you name some other great mentors in your life who've helped you build success as a person on and off the field? I would say the main one would definitely be my dad, but then also I would say my coaching college was huge. Um, his name's Ron Smith. He was a big inspiration mentor to me. He helped me through my college years, and he was one of the first people to believe I had the skills to be at this level and do the things that I'm doing right now. So I definitely think of him and thank him, thank him for everything he did. And just, you know, a lot of my family members who – you know, believed in me when I was like going through these things and my grandma, especially too, how, you know, being able to see her fight up and be so proud of me and just her wisdom and how she used to take care of me when I would go over to her house and have family dinners and how she would speak to us, and, you know, just the love and care that my family gave me throughout the years. And then, you know, just my coaches throughout the years. I think of my pitching coaches I've had throughout the years, uh, Mike Mason, Bronswell Patrick, uh, Garvin Austin, all those guys like coming up through the minors who Fred Dabney was another huge guy. Those guys who 
taught me that, you know, I had the ability and not to ever, you know, doubt myself or give up on myself when I had the ability to, to those guys just showed so much effort and, you know, care for me through those years that I had the ability to be here and, you know, them reaching out still and telling me that I've done a good job is unbelievable. I thank them so much for everything they've done too. Well, that sounds uh, fantastic, uh, wonderful, and it sounds like you've got such a, a great strength and pillar of a community of great people who've helped you along the way. And, you know, uh, through all 50 episodes, we've, uh, we've heard how important that is. You know, uh, it's such a journey to, to, to become great and to, to make the, the top tier in anything. And so uh, that's, it's, you, you mentioned some wonderful people there. Um, Jay, I want to talk, again, dialing back to some of our, our, our great uh, um, episodes talking about the importance of education for young people. We've had uh, athletes from all walks of life, different sports and categories, and um, I know you attended Furman University. I, I wonder if you can speak at large as a pro athlete on the importance of education for uh, for young people. No, it's huge. You know, that was one of the main reasons I say that my dad, when I got to high school, made me choose you know, to take away one of the sports that I was playing so I could focus on my academics because he knew the benefits of what, you know, was going to afford me to do later in life, especially with being able to go to college and not have to worry about, you know, people trying to figure out if I'm going to be able to pass classes or get into school or things of that nature. And so I could have a higher education to be able to, you know, come out into the world and be able to speak and be representative of my family and not embarrass myself a lot of times, you know, <laughs> I feel like that's the main thing is to come out and, you know, you get education to know about the world and find yourself and just embrace and learn life as, as, in general. It's huge to have a foundation of knowledge to start with, to go the extra mile and, you know, be smarter and learn and create more things with, the knowledge that you have here you know you make the world a better place by having more education honestly oh that's a wonderful answer and I, i'm so glad to hear you say uh, the the part about yes obviously the foundation the fundamentals but the continuation of learning uh such a big thing you know uh, one of our guests saw that education was you know it was almost like a passport to the world um a passport no, to 100, experience 100%. yeah 100 percent. like my sam is like a walking encyclopedia. Oh, like yeah. This woman, if she doesn't That's know awesome. something, she literally will look at something and learn about it every time we're at dinner sometimes. Or most times when we're at dinner, she'll, if it's a food that she's looking at and she wants to know about it because she doesn't know certain things about it, she'll wiki it or something like that or Google it or find it and like figure everything out. She wants to be on Jeopardy at some point. So oh, well, let's, yeah. Tried, that's awesome. She, she's a walking encyclopedia. Her and her sister, like, their family are very smart people. And, again, knowledge is huge. Like, that's, and I wouldn't, I would be with her, honestly, if she wasn't as smart as she was, because she covers for a lot of inefficiencies I have in my in my studies. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, you know, you guys make a great team. You guys make a great team, you and Sam. I know you recently celebrated as well, too, at the time of this recording, a very special anniversary uh, 
you guys, uh, um, you know, pr present to the world so well and you've been through so much. And yeah, I would agree. Curiosity is an amazing thing. It's a great attribute to have. So uh, shout out to, uh, to Sam if you're listening to this uh, segment from Ashton and I. Um, Ashton, uh, speaking of Ashton, Ashton, over to you. Uh, we've got a few more questions. This has been an outstanding interview already. Ashton, uh, take it away with the next couple. Jay, throughout your baseball career, you've probably met some amazing baseball players, whether they're on your team in the opposing dugout or just watching baseball stars on the TV as a little boy. Uh, Jay, who are some of your favorite athletes of all time and why? It can be baseball players or any other sports players. Um, my favorites of all time have to be in baseball is King Griffey Jr., Barry Bonds, Pedro Martinez are my like Hall of Fame top three that I love and like tried to always follow and base my game after because in high school, in elementary school, in middle school, and even in college, I played outfield as well as pitch. So I tried to learn from them, and obviously, I chose them because they were the greatest players of their gener of their generations. Obviously, um, and also I look at Tiger Woods just because of his pure dominance and how he attacked the sport and how he was so great for so long and how he played through injuries and did his best to always compete. And then in other sports you have in basketball, I'm a Michael Jordan fan, but also I'm a huge, huge LeBron James fan. And I'm just impressed with how they both were able to dominate their sports and how great they've been, but also with how they've both been off the court and been able to, you know, not misrepresent themselves and have great, you know, characters and support the communities and help out and be positive role models to the people who look up to them. So those are the guys I look up to, and I think all those guys were pretty positive role models for me growing up because it helped me, I guess, instill a fire in me to be the best at what I was doing. Well, that's, I, I just jump it in here, Ashton. I mean, you, you, you've had a, a world-class collection in, in, the, in that great answer there and uh, a great high standard and uh, that, that's amazing people to try to model after. And I appreciate what you said too. It's how they carried themselves as well too, whether it be off the court, off the field, etc. So great stuff. Jay, um, me and my dad uh, on a Blue Jays game day, We'll get down there early and see the sights and sounds, watch BP, and maybe try to get a baseball. But uh, preparation uh, for a big league pitcher starts way before the gates open, way before batting practice. Um, can you share with the fans an insight of what a day in the life of Jay Jackson would be like on a game day? On a game day? If I'm up to pitch that day, it's normally a little lighter than the days that I'm recovering and working out. But even days that I decide to work out that I pitch, I'll get to the stadium around probably 12.30, 1 o'clock when it opens and try to get in there, grab a quick bite to eat and grab some work pre-workout and decide if I'm going to work out or not. And if I decide to work out, then I'll go in the weight room and prep and then grab a workout and so I'll be in there for an hour or so. And then by that time, I'll come out, grab another uh, protein bar, shake or something like that. And by that time, it's about time to go on the field. 
like right after I get done working out and go throw and stretch with the guys and get ready for that part of the day. So I'll go do that. And if it's the first game of the series, then right after I get done with throwing, then we have BP and we stay for one group of BP. And then I go change my shoes or wear the shoes I'm, I have on. And then we have a meeting for the team that we're playing. And if we don't have a meeting because we're playing somebody that we have played recently or just because we don't have a meeting, then I'll go sit down and rest for a second before I take a shower and maybe hop in the cold tub or get some treatment to get ready for the game. And then by that time, the other teams hit BP. I've taken a shower. I've gotten a little treatment. I'm grabbing a bite to eat about that time. After I finish eating, I'm changing, getting stretched for the game, and game time's about to start. So I'm putting my jersey on and getting ready for the game. Wow, like I'm getting tired just just hearing you uh, uh, talk about that. That that's impressive. That that's impressive, Jay. Uh, but yeah, and Ashton, you wanted to add something too as you're hearing Jay uh, talk about that. Uh, lots lots of rigor and detail and routine is what I'm hearing. But Ashton, you wanted to jump in. Uh, I kind of have a little bonus question for you, Jay. Um, who are some of your favorite guys on the Jays? Gosh, um, KK was probably one of my favorite people. Uh, we actually lived close to each other during the offseason. I don't get to see him much, but we live close to each other. I've always played against him. He's a great guy, very energetic. Love that man to death, so shout out to KK. But also, Vladdy was one of my like favorite people. Kevin Biggio was one of my favorite people. Bo, the whole bullpen, you know, from Romano to... Swanee to Cabrera, you know, we all hung out. Yimmy, we all hung out together. We had such a great clubhouse and locker room. I love the atmosphere that this team presented, and I love how much they accepted me in there together with them and accepted me as part of their family. And it was like a bunch of brothers being together for a long time, and uh, it was amazing. I would say that whole team was probably one of my favorite teams I've ever been on, honestly. And, you know, it sucks that it ended the way it did, but the guys have so much more coming ahead of them and it was such a good vibe in there and I hope they keep that for as long as they can well that's amazing a couple more questions here on this tremendous best of segment and 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 when you just mention the words keep keep it together as long as they can and 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 we we as big Blue Jay fans and no we speak for all of Blue Jays Nation, uh, Jay that we're we're very hopeful. I know you're you're a free agent. You're going to explore a lot of different options, um, but we really hope that um, that uh, the next steps uh, will be coming back to the Jays because of what you mentioned earlier on in this great chat about you know wanting to play for con- a contender uh, as well as being high on your list, but. Um, you know, uh, I think it's just six, uh, just over 16 seasons uh, in pro baseball. Uh, all that tremendous experience as a major leaguer. Um, all of the great stories and inspiration on the field, off the field. But um, why don't I ask you this? What does the future look like for, for Jay Jackson? Honestly, I, I don't know. I'm going to play it by ear. I'm interested to see what journeys I go on after baseball's done. You know, I've talked to some people and people ask me if I'm interested in coaching, if I want to get into GMs or be in a front office or if I want to be in, you know, sports talk radio possibly too, or be 
a commentator somewhere possibly too, or maybe coaching college or do lessons. I just, I, I don't know. I want to see what options are presented to me and I just want to go where I feel like I'm needed and wanted more than anything else. I don't want to go where I feel like I'm a burden. That's the only thing I want to go in my future. I don't try to forecast it too far out. I try to live every day as happy as I can and live every moment that I can because you know, the future, I can't predict it. So, you know, I try to live the best I can in this moment I have now and try to make the best of it and make the best of the people around me and hope they have fun and they're happy with me because if we're all happy, then I know the future will be happy and that's all I can ask for. Well, that, that that's a great answer. Uh, amazing to hear you say that. You have so much, uh, so many possibilities that uh, we, we, we will be fascinated and interested and intrigued too to see what uh, the next steps in the future looks like for Jay Jackson. And uh, now it's the time for the final uh, question on this uh, best of segment. And just like you, Jay, I have Ashton coming out of the bullpen. I'm going to hand him the ball for the very last question for this best of interview with Jay Jackson. Ashton, take it away. Uh, Jay, as I mentioned earlier, this was my first season in baseball and uh, I was a pitcher and, um, you know, there are so many um, young, talented, and uh, uh, great kids uh, who play baseball that, you know, their number one dream is to make it to the big leagues. Uh, Jay, what advice do you have for young kids looking to become a major leaguer uh, just like you? I would say the first thing would be love the game of baseball. I feel like some guys are just getting into it now where they think they can just do it because it's just, you know, they throw hard or they're big bodies and stuff like that. But there's something to say about guys who truly love the game of baseball. And I would say that would be the first thing I would tell young kids now is when you're playing it, enjoy it and love it. Enjoy every moment that you have of it because like it's a great game. It's such a wonderful game. And then the second thing after that would be to be confident in yourself while you're doing it. Have fun and be confident. And the third thing would be to enjoy it. Well, th- that is, uh, that's kind of like a one, two, three that Jay Jackson has done all, all season. Uh, what a great way to end uh, a- an outstanding best of segment. That's uh, Major League pitcher, Toronto Blue Jay fan favorite, Jay Jackson, joining us on Champs and Chums, our milestone episode number 50. And Jay, um, on behalf of Ashton and I, we want to thank you so much for joining us here on Champs and Chums. Um, as I said, we are huge fans of yours, and I know we are just in the line of uh, a nation of fans. Um, you just bring it all when you when you play. The compete level that you've shown on the mound, the electricity, the energy, and really, to, like what you just mentioned, the pure smile and joy you have for the game, it shows, Jay, and it showed as you powered the airwaves here on Father-Son Fun Talk uh, on Champs and Chums, so... Uh, on behalf of Ashton, I want to thank you so much for uh, bringing a smile to the airwaves. And I know Ashton's sort of uh, tapping me here because he wants an opportunity to, to say some some words to you before we close. Well, Jay, thank you for coming on the show. It's been an honor having you on. And um, never would I thought Champs and Chums would get to 50 episodes. And I never would have thought we would have 
a current major leaguer on the show. Um, Jay, I've seen you pitch uh, before at the Rogers Center, and Jay's nation loves you. It's very electric when you pitch, and uh, Jay's nation certainly wants you back. So, Jay, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you guys for having me, Anthony, Ashton. Thank you both. Uh, It's been a pleasure. Uh, Again, I want to say thank you to Jay's Nation for everything they've done and all the support they've given me and Sam and our family and all the love and energy they've given us. I know we wouldn't have been able to make it through this without you guys, so thank you. And, you know, I'm really hoping that the Blue Jays do reach out and we'll see what happens. Um, You know, we'll see what the next steps are. But, again, thank you guys for having me. And, again, thank you, everybody, once again. Outstanding. Ashton, you're going to take us to break on Episode 50. This ends our Father-Son Best Of segment. More Father-Son Fun Talk coming up. You're listening to the Champs and Chums Podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums. Happy October, everybody. Happy 50th episode. We're so glad that you're with us. It's Anthony and Ashton in the broadcast booth, and it's our milestone 50th episode. And Ashton, we have done this for now 50 episodes strong. It is our all-pro-go segment. And fans, if you're tuning in just for the very first time, our all-pro-go segment is a did-you-know sports spotlight where Ashton gets an opportunity to um, put a spotlight, put a focus on um, a special sport, activity, game, competition. Ashton, we've done some real beauties, but we've actually never done this one before. And uh, leave it at the foot of the 50th episode that we could come up with something so creative with so much game, pun intended, Ashton. Tell all the fans, what is the All-Pro Goal for Episode 50? The All-Pro Goal for Milestone Episode 50 is MLB The Show. MLB The Show? You mean the popular game? Yep. You mean the stuff that's on, uh, that is played around the world by kids of all ages? Yes, I do. That's amazing. And you know what? Shout out to our uh, best of guests. You just heard them. Earlier on the program, uh, for our 50th episode, Toronto Blue Jay fan favorite, uh, relief pitcher for your 2023 Blue Jays, Jay Jackson. Jay, this one is for you. Over to you, Ashton. MLB The Show. MLB The Show is a Major League Baseball video game series created and produced by San Diego Studio, a development team that is part of the PlayStation Studios. The series has received critical and commercial acclaim. Uh, And since 2014 has been played the sole uh, MLB baseball simulation video game on the market for consoles. This series debuted in 2006 with MLB 06, the show, for the PlayStation 2 and PlayStation Portable, following the MLB series from 989 sports. There is not... There has been a new release in the series every year since 2006. The series was released on PlayStation 2 from 2006 MLB uh, 06. 
the show through uh, 2011's MLB The Show uh, and was available on the PlayStation 3 from MLB 07. The show through MLB The Show 16. Portable versions of the series for either game, the PlayStation Portable or PlayStation Vita, accompanied every entry from MLB 06. The show through MLB 15, the show, the series that started releasing on the PlayStation 4, with MLB 14, the show. After over two decades of exclusivity with PlayStation consoles, MLB the show has MLB the show ceased to be an exclusive PlayStation franchise, and was released on other console platforms through the addition of the game at the time. MLB The Show 20 was a PlayStation 4 exclusive. MLB The Show 21 is the first title in the series to feature on Xbox One and Xbox Series X and S. With those uh, with those editions being co-published by MLB Advanced Media digitally. MLB The Show 22 is the first game of the series to be on a Nintendo console released on the Nintendo Switch. Well, there you have it, fans. That's a lot to take in, but for such a highly popular stuff, we told you we'd bring you uh, unique, different kind of things. And uh, this, um, I guess it, it's sort of cross-board, Ashen, because it's got this, um, of course, the baseball is the biggest theme, but esports is so big right now. I mean, there's, geez, I, I bet you some of these MLB The Show uh, events are like through esports tournaments. Would, have you seen this at all? I actually have seen a couple tournaments on YouTube. Um, it's uh, it's actually pretty cool. So it'll be like, um, let's say, how the how the uh, World Series playoffs goes. It's like two teams or two people face off, and then they move to a different round, and then two people face off at the end. Whoever wins, they win a championship or they win a prize. Well, and I tell you something, it's highly popular. You and I have played it yourself, fans. Uh, we've been doing a lot of reminiscing on this milestone 50th episode of Champs and Chums. And, you know, Ashton, I'm reminiscing now just our, our earlier segment where we uh, were, um, were, were pontificating about some of the many great memories. And uh, we were talking about uh, some of those uh, father-son challenges, actually. And, uh, you know, fans, um, I, I'm ashamed to say this, uh, but Ashton beat me quite handily in MLB The Show. Uh, do you remember that uh, competition, son? Yes, I do. It was a great one. It was a close one, actually. It was 2 nothing. Oh, me. you're right, actually. I, I, you know what? I, I'm trying to flush every um, defeat that I've had at the hands of you. Uh, in these father-son challenges, but uh, nonetheless, um, well, why don't you break it down for the fans? I mean, what's this? This uh, I tell you, Ashton. Um, uh, a few Christmases ago, uh, I got a a wonderful console, the uh, ground floor, as you will, the entry level Xbox XS series. I believe I got the digits and the model right, Ashton. Yeah, it's the. Um, Series S. Series yeah. S. I'm, my apologies. So um, <clears throat> why don't you uh, share with the listeners, because this is among all the games that you play, and I know you've had a lot of homework this year, and that's the mm -hmm. priority, but when you do get a chance to play, I see you playing this game. Why? Uh, it's it's a, an amazing game. Um, I'm very good against uh, CPUs. I usually win like 20 to nothing. 
Yeah, um, you bust those CPUs chops. And 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 uh, f- for the fans out there that may not know what CPU is, is it sort of autoplay? Is it a central processing unit? Is that it's the... like a computer's rushing you? You're basically. playing the computer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's overall an amazing game. You can do um, like a postseason. Uh, you can do March to October. You can make a franchise. You can start your own career path and make yourself um, into a MLB player. And you can also do, um, what was it? You could do live games that happened. And you can also do Diamond Dynasty, which you can build your team from doing these tasks and get better cards. I think, yeah, yeah. My, my team in MLB The Show 22, which I have right now, is all 99s. They're all diamonds. Well, that's awesome, man. And I just love that whole part with the collectibles of your own team. They really go back to some of the eras when I, I mean, you, you've kind of rejuvenated my passion for baseball with your love for it. But uh, when I used to watch baseball deep into the, to, to the stats and deep into uh, watching almost every game when I was young, you know, some of the names that they're talking about there were guys I used to watch, right? I mean, I think about uh, p- playing the Baltimore Orioles. You had that great um, uh, 85 uh, staff, like Mike Boddicker. Uh, um, uh, I'm blanking here. Mike Mike Flanagan, Mike Boddicker, Steve Palmer. All these guys were part of that uh, that great um, pitching staff. But that's just one example. Ashton, you want to add some more on the fun and splendor of MLB the show. Uh, you you can also play the uh, American League and National League, and they have a couple different teams that have uh, older players on it, like Babe Ruth, Mickey Mantle, uh, just to name a few. And they also have retro mode. I think you would like that because, well, it's I don't find it retro, but like. It, it looks retro, and it's, it's pretty cool. So MLB The Show 22 has a lot to offer. Even 23, the newest one that came out, it has so much to offer, and fans, you should definitely try it out. Well, if that's a sales pitch for MLB The Show, uh, then I've never heard one as great as that, Ashton, because you did one well. And yes, I'm going to have to get down to uh, turning it back on. I've been quite busy myself but i look forward to, to have another challenge with you and actually confirming because i'm very certain of it our best of guest fans that you just heard just uh only um a segment ago uh jay jackson i think he's featured on mlb the show ash i think that'd be a venture a pretty good guess yeah i think so too um i haven't checked yet but i will check soon we will, everybody. So you make sure you check out MLB The Show. So that's our all-pro go on episode 50 and lots more show to come. You're listening to Milestone Episode 50 of the Champs and Chums Podcast. Father-Son Fun Talk, you're listening to Milestone Episode 50 of the Champs and Chums Podcast it's October 2023. Your co-hosts Anthony and Ashton are here. Big celebrations on the airways of father-son fun talk. Four years old, 50 episodes deep. It's been a beauty of a show, Ashton, and it's going to get better. You know why? 
Uh, why is that? It's because it's our signature segment. It's our champs and chums segment where we salute our stars on and off the field. And um, fans, uh, you know what? Um, we've been thinking about this one long and hard off air as we prepare, we're preparing for this show. We were thinking about how are we going to salute our champs and chums? Uh, who are we going to salute uh, on this special 50th episode show? And Ashton and I concluded that we can only thank one set of people. And that's you guys, you the fans. We want to thank you, clean sweep, un, uh, uh, unanimous undeniable we want to thank you the fans we salute you on this special segment of champs and chums uh, i know we've done it throughout the show but we wanted to put a focus on it because you guys you all mean so much to us in all the encouragement all the inspiration all the the the, the great words that we we read them all we read them all uh, what you share on stories, what you share on posts, the lives that you've joined us, uh, live broadcasts that you've joined us on or played back and commented on. You guys, uh, the fans, you have been capital A amazing. Uh, and I want to draw Ashton into this conversation. You've mentioned it a few times over the course of this celebration show, but now you have a big stage on our Champs and Chums segment um, what do you want to say to uh, the fans of Champs and Chums? Um, well, first, I want to thank the fans who, um, you know, have been here since day one and um, have been, you know, uh, following us and um, being with us through this journey. And um, you guys are the source, the site of inspiration for us. And, um, uh, as my dad was saying, you guys, uh, re some of you guys rewatch or watch when it's live, the Facebook lives and all the nice comments you leave. And, um, you guys are capital, um, I, I'll add on to you, capital A, amazing. So there you go, everybody. Uh, we want to salute you on this special episode or this special segment of Champs and Chums. And, uh, you know, I can only think of all of the wonderful people that we've had a chance to, whether we meet you in person and we talk to you about the show or whether we converse with you online, whether you're watching something on YouTube, on our other social channels, or you're actually listening to an episode like this and just sending us feedback. It's, it's, we read it, we read it all. We truly appreciate it. Um, and what's beautiful about saluting you, the fans, is that, you know, there's obviously uh, people uh, that we've known that have become fans of Champs and Chums. And then there's people that just over the course of building this over the last four years that we've had a chance actually now to, to, to connect with you and get to know you. And uh, that's what's beautiful about Father Son Fun Talk is that we've built a tremendous community of people who uh have given us such strength such as inspiration and your encouragement is so so appreciated so there you go everybody thanks to you the fan 
All right, we got a little bit more show to come on the celebration episode of Champs and Chums, but you're listening. It's Father-Son Fun Talk, episode 50 of the Champs and Chums podcast. Welcome back to Champs and Chums, and Ashton, it's now time to conclude, put a wonderful uh, celebratory bow on what has been an exceptional milestone episode 50 show. Ashton, how did you think it all went uh, in this big celebration show? It went amazing, and um, I can't wait to hear it when it comes out. It's gonna, it's, it, yes, that's right. Well, of course, we're, we're at the time of this recording, we're putting it all together for you. But Ashton, for 50 episodes, I've asked you this really important question in this concluding segment of, of uh, Champs and Chums. Ashton, what did you learn today? Well, I learned about uh, Jay Jackson's pre-game routine. Well, I tell you, the Toronto Blue Jay fan favorite did share with the fans uh, a lot of the great details. And that's what I loved about his answer, Ashton, is that when you're great, the details matter. And he kind of went through the regimen, the routine, the schedule, all those kind of things we've talked about on 50 episodes of this show that are so important to be great at whatever you do. And thanks to Jay Jackson for coming on the show. Like, what an amazing guest to land a, a, a player for the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, he was exceptional. He's an amazing father-son story. You got to follow him um, on social fans. What he, what he's doing in bringing positivity in the air. Uh, him and his fiance are doing some amazing things. Uh, and uh, they're, they're building quite a great team over there. So great to have Jay Jackson on the show. Uh, what else What else did you, you learn, Ashton? Well, on episode 50, we took a little trip down memory, memory lane, memory lane uh, 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 recalling some of these great memories that we well, had. Well, we recalled tons. Yep. Like, I mean, it's just opening up the bank of amazing father-son memories, experiences, wins, accomplishments, learnings, and to, to have that play back and to think about some of those things on air uh, was was just uh, tremendous to do that with you, Ash. It's kind of nice to do this live play. Uh, you know, uh, we, we don't really, we've got a little bit of a guide here when we put these shows together, but to kind of just go unscripted and to think and and talk is was what powers father-son fun talk so yes yeah, some great memories that we uh we uh, we reached back on here on on milestone episode 50 what else did you learn well i learned more about mlb the show well geez i thought you would have brought that one up first because i know it's one of your favorite uh, uh games on the xbox but yeah i, I kind of learned a lot more about the background and not knowing that playstation was sort of the main vein the uh as as uh mlb the show was introduced and then of course it sprung into uh i'm sure you're grateful for that it sprung into the world of xbox and yeah, i've been i've been just fascinated by all the uh, being an, an older an older dad myself i've been i've been fascinated how games have actually improved the technology the the real life the the ai that's brought into some of these stuff here it's been amazing yeah, it's amazing how uh, technology is just growing bigger and bigger. 
That's right. Well, uh, we we're, we want to thank uh, some special guests uh, that have uh, helped helped us as well. Uh, some special people that have helped us. Who do we want to thank, Ashton? We want to thank the Power Girls and Uncle Dennis who helped produce the show. All 50 episodes of Champs and Chums. Thank you for your love and support, Power Girls and Uncle Dennis. We want to thank Major League Pitcher. You saw him on the hill for the Toronto Blue Jays. He's a Blue Jays fan favorite. We hope that free agency will bring him back north of the border. Jay Jackson, thank you so much for joining us in episode 50 of Champs and Chums. And Ashton, if uh, fans haven't had a chance to get deep into the uh, the episodes that we have, how can they uh, subscribe and check us out? They can listen to us on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Google Play, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Podbean, and CastBox. All those major pos- podcast channels. You can listen to Champs and Chums. And of course, fans, you can, you can check us out on social or on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, Twitter, now X, YouTube, TikTok, at Champs and Chums, and our website is champsandchums.com. Well, Ashton, it has been an extraordinary, it has been a fabulous 50-episode show, and Ashton, as we always say, cheers cheers to champs, champs, cheers to chums, and cheers to an all-star day. Thanks for listening. listening.